0: Hello and welcome to the PropTech Hot Seat and I'm iProperty Radio with myself, Carol Tallon, the show where we explore trends and technologies driving innovation across the built environment. This show is brought to you in partnership with PropTech Ireland, the hub for innovators, investors and for industry leaders. In the PropTech Hot Seat today, it's Fred Jones, Chief Operating Officer at, at uh, Homebuyer Upsticks. Fred, you're very welcome. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: So Upsticks, tell us a little bit about the company's offering.
1: Well, for for the, your your viewers, um, they might not know, but you know the UK um, house buying and selling market is is really broken, and it's certainly not one that's uh, been designed with the customer in mind. You know, just to to put some numbers to it, it takes on average five to seven months to sell your property, and one in three uh, property sales fall through at the last minute. And obviously, you know, behind those numbers are people who are stuck in their homes. Perhaps they can't move into their property of their dreams. Uh, they can't downsize. They can't move into the area they need to uh, for their kids to go to school. Um, and what you know, Upsticks is doing is really disrupting that with a new way uh, for people to sell their property that gives them speed and certainty and helps them move forward with their lives um, You know, if they want to move quickly.
0: I'm afraid it will not surprise you to know that uh, the Irish market is not much different. Um, I, and to be honest, I don't think we're behind, but I also don't think that we're very much ahead. You know, there have certainly been changes in the last while, but um really what's speeding up the the process, the home buying and selling process in Ireland right now is demand, ready demand. No property sits on the market for any length of time. So that's mm-hmm. that's really accelerating things. And it's actually hiding a couple of maybe systemic problems like Conveyancing delays and other others that still persist so um i suppose that's my way of saying we're flying a little bit below the radar just because we've such chronic shortages um and the demand is so strong but i don't think there's anybody who would come through the transaction and say yeah that was a really enjoyable experience um so i i'm i'm always interested in anything that will actually improve things i'm really interested in that stat um uh, one in three falling through, because in Ireland, we don't have that stats. We have anecdotal evidence or anecdotal information, but we don't, we're not capturing that um, uh, in any sort of data capture. So we are dependent on anecdotal uh, commentary. And we know that at certain times there's a higher fall through rate than others. So it's really interesting. The one in three, is that a current stat for the UK market?
1: It is. And, you know, one of the things that you know, the way Opstix is, is trying to solve this problem for consumers is by really leveraging technology and data so we're powered by ultra uh, data and technology that gives us a fantastic view of the entire market you know right down to an individual buyer seller and property level and so we're able to kind of track these things and we're seeing these fall through levels increase in these times particularly with interest rates increase people might need to remortgage you know values go up and down and, and you know sales fall through so it is a real problem for people at the moment
0: um, okay, well, talk to me like I'm a consumer. How is upsticks different to what currently happens?
1: So, you know, if you're wanting to sell your property, you've, you've probably got, you know, one of two choices. If price is really important to you, you can go to a traditional estate agent and they might be able to get you the highest price. But with that comes a lot of uncertainty. As I said, it takes an average up to seven months uh, to sell your property. And until it's done, it could all fall through and, and frequently does. Or you can go to perhaps other fast buying companies and and typically to to sell your property quickly, you need to take a significant, um, you know, accept a significant price below market rate. Um, And, you know, it's a very fragmented industry at the moment. What Upsticks is doing is is actually kind of trying to solve both parts of the equation. So we can give you a guaranteed sale, which will be at a discount to market rate, normally 10 to 15 percent. But also, you know, when we put the property back on the market and if we sell it for a good price, we'll share some of those profits um, with the vendor. So, you know, they can increase the, the money that they get from their sale um, and it also it enables them to move on quickly.
0: And what kind of market traction have you been getting?
1: So I've been uh, up upsticks uh, a couple of months and even in just that short time, you know, we're seeing double digit growth um, month on month, week on week uh, in the interest that we're getting in. You know, thousands of people come to us each month and, um, you know, we're seeing real, real interest uh, in this offer because it is so unique and it's solving a tangible problem that people have.
0: So where do estate agents fit into this? Are they caught out of the transaction or could they potentially be bringing business to you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is in many ways, it's not a direct competition with estate agents that people might think. Actually, it's quite complementary. Uh, in a number of ways, because estate agents bring business to us, because obviously they're trying to hold these property chains together, and if something falls through, you know they're left after you know many months of hard work, you know, with no fees and disappointed vendors. So they can come to us and we step into the transaction um, and help keep the chain int- intact. Also, when we buy a property, we want to put it back on the market and we relist it with those estate agents. So in many cases, you know, they're doubling their fee income by getting the original sale and then the relisting through upsticks so actually it's a really complementary relationship we would have with estate agents
0: um i suppose i have to focus on the sellers because they they're obviously the people who are paying for this and so they're accepting a 10 to 15% percent discount on yeah. the property um there i i appreciate there are definitely times in the marketplace where that would work um i i look at the irish market right now and how how it's doing um certainly there would be no need i i appreciate what you're saying about properties falling through but right now we're in such a buoyant market such um uh, demand outstrips supply by such a, a massive extent mm. um you know i i'm wondering why would a seller do this um so you might just talk us through some of the seller personas that you have just so Ab- I
1: understand. yeah absolutely and you know from the data we look at you know around 25 percent of the vendors on the market every year you know every month speed is really important to them and then we see a couple of situations um that cause that so you know some we've just touched on like the sale falling through you know to keep keep your your, your hopes and dreams of moving into your your family house or whatever of your dreams, you need to be able to get yourself under offer and sell quickly. So I think that's a that's a clear one, and we see a lot of demand there. There are others as well. So you know, one is um, probate. You know, some people, if they're looking to liquidate their kind of family estate, yeah, you know, it's it's a difficult time <laughs> at best, and you know, the the stress and turmoil of putting a house on the open market, having to do viewings, maybe having to do some sort of remedial work to it. Um, you know, a lot of people just think I'd like to kind of wrap up and, and resolve this estate quickly, so we see some from probate. Um, you know, also with you know these times, financial distress is is tricky, particularly with interest rates so high. A lot of people might be remortgaging, realizing that actually with the current market rates they can't afford um, their current property and the mortgage rates they're paying, and so they want to downsize or move. Um, before they get themselves into a lot of debt, and so for them, the you know, the prospect of waiting seven months, um, you know, paying very high monthly repayments on a new mortgage deal um, just isn't an option for them. And so they want some certainty and security, and will want to sell up quickly. And then I guess kind of find the final one that we kind of see is you know in other situations like divorce, where you know people again maybe splitting assets want some certainty and security around the value of a property, um, and will want to. Um, you know, to to sell it quickly so they can move on with their new lives.
0: You know, it's interesting. You know, we've spoken a lot about below market value properties in the past and and buying off market and why people would do that. And sometimes it's difficult to understand that in such a buoyant market. But um, I think you're absolutely right. Divorce and probate are the two instances where we have seen people just want they just want certainty. They just want to close on the day they're going to close. They just want out when they want to know what it's going to cost them and they just want that certainty. Um, yeah. so I think uh, probate and divorce are two very particular instances where I, I would see this would work. Um, I'm interested in what you're saying about the the interest rates because actually this is something we're speculating upon in the Irish market. We're speculating how rising interest rates will impact Homeowners and potential buyers, because right now first time buyers are dominating our mortgage market. Um, you maybe you might just share a little of the trends you're seeing across the property market in the UK. I appreciate that's that's a big question, but you know certainly break it down, isolated to the London market if you need to.
1: Yeah, well, look, certainly we see overall transaction volumes, you know, particularly after the, the crazy times during the pandemic, um, they definitely are subdued. And, you know, we see uh, perhaps some people with the expectation that interest rates might plateau or come down, might be holding off. But equally, um, that lack of demand is also um, really emphasising this need for certainty and speed. We've got a lot of people coming to us whose property has been on the market for a while. Um, Perhaps, yeah, they've been slightly optimistic on the um, on, on the price that they think they can get for it or they realize it's just been dragging out and they want to move by the end of the year. Um, so we still see that core people where speed is important, still coming to more market because there are other factors that's driving their need to sell their property.
0: Yeah, and that's something that I I think can occur in in many different market types, and it's it's one of those things that's almost not market dependent at all. It really comes down to the personal decision. Um, and yeah. Fred, you mentioned there that you're just with Upsticks a couple of months. What is your background in real estate or technology or or something altogether left field?
1: Um, it's it's certainly not in in real estate. So I spent the la the best part of the last ten years um, in some some well known kind of tech scale up businesses. So I spent just over five years. Um, at Uber, uh, where, you know, I did a variety of roles, but, um, you know, ultimately was running the UK and Ireland business. Um, And then, you know, just over three years at TIER, which is the micro-mobility provider. um, You know, some of your uh, viewers might have seen TIER's scooters on DCU campus in Dublin or across Fingal, uh, some of the e-bikes, and recently in Limerick, um so yeah I've always kind of uh, had a passion for fast growing business building teams which really solve tangible consumer problems uh, in a really technology led way and and you know that's what led me to to Upsticks I had uh, I'd had kind of personal experience of you know horrific process of trying to sell a, a flat to move in a family home it fell fell through twice then um, the Grenfell disaster happened in London Uh, My property had some cladding. So then I was stuck for four years, unable to sell it, you know, ruining the the sales that had fallen through because I could have got with it and really, you know, had to put my family life on hold, um, you know, with two small kids was was really stressful kind of moving around rental accommodation. And I just kind of realized that the market isn't built for people who, you know, money and value of your property is important, but ultimately we move for other reasons um, and there's a real opportunity for some people out there to to have a product that Optics offers.
0: Yeah. You know, um, the instance that you're you're describing, while um obviously the cladding issue is one that we've covered here before, and we know was a huge issue for people trying to sell and, and buy, and particularly for those that didn't have sinking funds within their development and things like that. You know, so we know, and actually in Ireland we've had other issues, but with similar impacts, you know, where people were literally stuck because. They owned an apartment within a complex that didn't have a sinking fund to fix the issues that would allow them to sell. And quite frankly, I know they would have jumped at a 10% discount to offload their properties, but that just wasn't an option for them. So I think that's a really interesting. One um coming from Uber, uh, first of all, I have to say I have heard too many prop checks to count describe themselves as the Uber of real estate. And I have yet to meet one that actually is. So um, it, it's amazing coming from Uber. Uh, you're obviously being introduced to this new, um. and we can't call it an emerging sector of PropTech because obviously there's been technology serving real estate for decades. But, you know, in the last seven years, there's been this real movement, this push. And what's really interesting is that You know, seven years ago, everything was disruptive, 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 whereas now we're seeing it's um, we're just trying to make things better, guys. You know, we're just trying to make things better. And, you know, it's funny that actually, you know, user experience and the whole side of UX is something that just didn't even factor into real estate until a couple of years ago. So excuse me, coming from your background, how alien is, you know, the processes that we're still using, even with the improvements in real estate?
1: Yeah, I mean, certainly I, I'm new to this industry, um, but one of the real areas where I think there's you know, huge potential and one that Upsticks is really leaning into is, is understanding the marketplace, valuing properties um, and making smart kind of investment decisions. So Upsticks's founder, um, Giles Mackey, you know, he's been uh, in the business for 25, 30 years. He built and sold HomeTrack, you know, his um you know, his technology and data you know, allows banks, I think, to value ninety-four percent of the properties in the UK mortgage market. So, you know, he understands it. We're now applying it to the to the residential market, and we're allowed to, you know, redrawn huge amounts of data points for specific properties to really understand what is the price of that property, how quickly do we th- think we can resell it, um, and at what price? And then that's what gives us the confidence. To then go to consumers and offer them a, a fast and certain experience.
0: Um, your your experience and the technology underpinning your valuations is that what separates you from maybe the traditional iBuyers buyers we would know from the U.S. market?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, there are there are lots of different kind of um, there are lots of different kind of business models out there, and you know, I think the U.S. yeah, firms like Open Door, etc., have shown um, the real opportunity for iBuyers. buyers. Upsticks is slightly different so we're really leaning into technology not just with our valuations but with how we set up our entire workflow so we do everything in a really automated way. Um, but um but yeah you know we can the UK is a fantastic market because it's diverse and fragmented enough to be a real challenge for consumers you know and for institutional investors wanting to get into the the PRS market but it's small enough that we're able to get a handle on a really good data set to understand all those different divergences really well, uh, you know, right down to a street and, and property level.
0: And um, well, let's talk a little bit about the the data. Um well really the, the valuation model is what I'm really interested in yeah. because that will be the that will either be the success of the downfall of the business, how accurately you not just value the homes, but that you forecast the market so that you're actually future-proofing your business. So talk to us a little bit about the, the valuation approach that you're taking.
1: Yeah, so for you know, every property, um, you know, we have thousands of data points on that property. We, we've we also got, through Outras data, you know, lots of dem- socio-demographic data on on the individual as well. And we can use that uh, and understand things in in a number of different ways. Um, so obviously we we can um, we've got all the property history to hand, and I don't think that's particularly unique, but but we have that to hand. We're able to then cut and slice at a very you know micro level, understand how a particular type of property in that area um, how that peer group has performed over recent times. We're also able to understand um, the likely demand, so the depth of market for that type of property by understanding affordability. Um, of all the the households around it and you know how many people are likely to buy this um, we also have quite a uh, a number of sophisticated propensity models so we're able to use you know AI and machine learning uh to come up with predictions on uh, how likely the property is to sell under value uh, how many days it's likely to take to to resell so we bring all these together um you know and our, our underwriting team, has also had the experience of doing this for twenty-five years, so we get the human experience applied to uh, some of the sophisticated data and technology we have to really make good, um, uh, good investment decisions. And our recent track record has has shown that uh, we're able to crack it.
0: Can you share your expectations of the UK marketplace for, say, twenty twenty-four with us?
1: Yeah, so I mean, at the moment, we're looking to um, you know triple our monthly volumes in the residential. Uh, in the residential space, so that's buying and selling residential properties. We are also um, just launching and scaling up uh, another proposition, which is targeting um, private landlords, sometimes with one or two properties, sometimes with a portfolio of 2030, um, who particularly are feeling the pinch of rising costs and, and interest rates. And we're focusing on particular high yield properties that we can originate on behalf of institutional investors who wants exposure to a large portfolio of, of properties in the residential, um, tenanted kind of marketplace. So um, you know, we're seeing huge demand for that at the moment. Um, and um, so, yeah, we've got so we've got really ambitious um, ambitious projections for the next 12 to 24 months.
0: And are you confident that the housing market in the UK will support those predictions?
1: I do. You know, one of the things is, you know, in, in kind of, Normal times, you know, around uh 80,0 people move a year, you know, 25% of those speed is really important. You know, there's a there's another percentage, you know, 30% whose chain will fall, sale will fall through. Um, so these are really big numbers. We do not have to secure, you know, crazy market shares um to actually deliver a really profitable uh sustainable business. So yeah, I'm really confident that. Um, there's plenty of headroom in our addressable market for just to support our growth plans.
0: You know, that that's a natural advantage that uh, founders in the UK have over, say, our prop tech and construction technology founders in Ireland. We have such a small marketplace that we have to be geared, our founders have to be geared and very focused towards export from the start. And actually, in some cases, they're better off using um another market other than the Irish market as the yeah. test market. Um, so part of that comes down to tech adoption. So I'm conscious of time today and I don't want to delay you too long, but I'm just really curious, given that you've come from, um, well, I, I love chatting to people who are new to real estate anyway, because I think that there's a really um interesting perspective there, but especially somebody who's coming from a tech background, having worked with such fast, fast scaling consumer tech. Are you surprised at, how low the standards or the expectations of consumers are for this market.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But you know, in in that, then I, I see an opportunity because you know if you go back to you know, twenty fifteen when I when I joined Uber, it wasn't uncommon that if you wanted a taxi or a cab on a you know on a Saturday night, yeah, you'll wait for forty five minutes and you know they may not show up, um, and you know that was just accepted that that's the way it was. But then you bring in something where you can get a car in five minutes, and suddenly people are like wow. this is kind of what I want. And so, you know, whilst I, there are challenges with working in the complex convincing environment um, that we're in, I think there's a, there's a huge opportunity to really change people's um, expectations for what they want when they sell their house.
0: Um, Given your background and understanding of the user experience and your growing knowledge now of how transactions work, Mm. um, how how much of, of the real estate transaction do you think prop techs are starting to focus on? Or, you know, what extent of opportunity still exists, do you think?
1: I mean, certainly the um in terms of the competitive landscape uh, in the UK, obviously you've got the established kind of estate agents, but as I can explain, we don't we don't really directly compete with them. There's a real complementary nature there. There's around 26 other, you know, fast buying iBuyers out there but hugely fragmented, um, you yeah, know, obviously uh, pretty small. Um, not everyone will have the confidence with going with them. You know, it, it's, a, it's a sector that in some parts doesn't have a fantastic reputation around treating customers fairly. Um, so I think there's there's a lot of competition, but no one's cracked it yet. Um, and where I think kind of Upsticks uh, has a real advantage is, you know, the, the technology and tools that we have at our disposal really light years ahead of where a company at our stage really should have. Um, And, you know, through our kind of history in the market for 25 years, great access to kind of funding and capital, which means that we can kind of cope with demand and transact quickly when people come to us.
0: Okay, that's a a good one. And I suppose, final note, what should we be expecting from Upstix in 2024?
1: Well, I think hopefully in 2024, really hoping to break through into kind of the mainstream. So, you know, we've been um, we're operating very successfully, but in some small niche markets like part exchange, um, you know, for for many years. But what I'm really hoping for in 24 that we kind of cut through and it starts to become uh, a normalized and understood way and option for people to sell their property.
0: Look, that's what we'd like to see for uh, all PropTech adoption. So um, hopefully we're getting closer to that. Thank you so much for joining us today. That was Fred Jones, Chief Operating Officer with PropTech uh, Homebuyer Upsticks. And my thanks, as always, to producer Katie Talon and to the audio team at Hear Me Roar Media. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out all of the other real estate and construction shows on iProperty Radio. Before we go, a special word of thanks to our sponsor, PropTech Ireland, for making these conversations possible. And thank you indeed for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode of the PropTech Hot Seat here on iProperty Radio.